0: All right, let's get to it. Uh start at the top. Uh, with the team that again, I if this has changed anywhere in any other any betting sites, I haven't seen it, which is interesting to me. Um, the team with the most over-under wins in the NBA this season is the Boston Celtics with fifty-three and a half. Uh so again, we do have a change. What where, okay? Send me whatever you're looking at because I'm looking at the most recent <laughs> thing I could find.
1: Okay. I and have you, one that says fifty-four and a half. Oh, so it's it went up. I have no idea how, but it went up. Then I'm sticking with the one I have because that's it's, fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> totally fine. Whatever.
0: <laughs> 53 and a half, 54 and a half. For I, I would go so far as to say and uh, shout out uh, friend of the pod, Zach Lowe. Just did his most confusing teams episode. Halfway with, through it. Yes, Beck. with it's it's quite good. With yes, with uh, also friend of the pod, Howard Beck. What up, Beck? Uh, what up, Beck? Um the Celtics were not on their list because they're not really a confusing team, but I think to me at least when you consider the over under and how it was this you know whatever several months ago and how it is now it hasn't really changed, that is confusing to me because or even just forget about that, just the over under in particular in in and of itself because you you can't really take last season on its face because what face are you taking it on? Because there was the whole season and then there was the season after the RJ shot at which from that point forward, if just, if you're looking at the regular season over the final, I guess, uh, 37 games, 38 games, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. they had a a net rating better than any team in the history of basketball and ran rough shot over the league. Now that team contained Robert Williams for, Much of that stretch, he is not going to be there for at least a few months. Um, The team was coached by Ime Udoka, who's not going to be there at all this season. Um, And that team did not have Danilo Gallinari, but Danilo Gallinari was expected, I think, at some point to play a a somewhat critical role on this team. And he's not there. Now, they did just sign Blake Griffin. We'll see if that matters. I don't know. They're really good. They're really deep. They're not as good or as deep as we thought they were going to be how much do you trust their what is, I think at this point, a pretty well-oiled system of like, we're going to throw all sorts of length at you on defense and they could play defense in a lot of ways. They don't have that rim protector, but again, I'm not with, with the defensive talent they have, where again, they're going to throw five guys out there who are capable of getting at least all defense team votes. And then you got your two big wings who can score the ball in a lot of ways. And they've added Brockton. We should probably mention that.
1: I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a very tough one. I think. I think look at the Celtics and it's the tough part with these over-unders that I I didn't do this enough with the with the um, West over-unders there's clearly teams that are poised to make a move, and the Celtics did last year with um, even if it was just Derek White and uh, getting rid of Schroeder. Like There are, are ancillary moves that just will improve the team. I think they may make a move.
0: Um, they, they can make a move because they traded away the 23 pick to get mm-hmm. Brogdon, and that's I think I forgot what the, the protections are not such that it hamstrings their ability to trade away other picks. And then after that, they've traded away 20, 28 first rounder to San Antonio. But you, they could still put a package together if there's something worth getting. The, the The bigger question I have is like for them to materially improve their team such that they would be willing to put draft assets on the table. Like there aren't a whole lot of players out
1: there who fit in that category. It's like Bradley Beal coming on the market for them. And, you know, well, but that's it. Honestly, I'm not even talking about, <clears throat> I'm not even talking about the, big moves like that. Oh, you think they can make another small move? Right. So I'm at the point where I I look at the fact that Robert Williams is going to be out for a while and it's like, well, all right, well, could they just make a a side side with an Aiton destination if Horford is starting to show his age, you know, like, yeah, but then
0: what do you do with Robert Williams? Because you're that's that's so that's why the Aiton We'll have, we should probably have that conversation at some point on this pod, but like the Aiden trade conversation is an interesting one because if a team has a center that they like, which the Celtics do, we just hurt right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you giving up that player plus stuff to get Aiden who's, you know, not that he's a tricky fit, but but I, it's like you're you're probably going to be adjusting a little bit of what you do in terms of how you utilize the center position.
1: And then, you know, and then from Phoenix's perspective, it's like you're not just going to give him away. I, I don't see them as an eight and team. I'm more saying if Robert Williams is like a because this is now like a, a third season in a row that I don't Williams think injury that. history. I'm not th- I'm, just, I'm literally just saying there is a yeah. world where if he's his injury is more serious and they need to go get a center. It's like, hey, let's pull the plug on the Robert Williams experiment and go get DeAndre Aiton instead, because he is an upgrade during this window. Like windows is like a big theme about the NBA this year. Cause you just see a couple of windows close. Yeah. I think um, all this to say about the Celtics, you're right about that, that net rating since the RJ game, is 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 throwing me off is if that team still exists, which it's almost entirely still intact outside of Robert Williams. And again, Williams missed some time at the end of last season. So I'm hesitant to say 53. 53 should be very attainable for this core. It if should the, be if the infrastructure is still in place, which it well, 54 because it's 53 and a half is the number. So so fifty. Uh, so so fifty-four. So, so we're
0: talking fifty-four and twenty-eight. That's what yes, we're looking at here.
1: I'm saying that should be attainable. Now it depends how much you value what Ime Doka uh, was able to bring. What Will Hardy, their assistant, who's now the Jazz coach, was able to bring. I I'll, guess my thought is if they're if they're you know close to what they were last year, but clearly a step below, they'll make a move and get back to that and that puts them over the top.
0: I'm going to go over. Okay. I don't feel great about it. I wouldn't touch this, but I'll go over. Um, I thought, I think they warranted a long conversation. This next team, I don't think warrants a long conversation at all. Milwaukee bucks, 52 and a half. Oh, o- over, 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 over all the way over. I just, yeah. it's called a gut feeling. I think this is going to be the season we look back at as Giannis is best. I, just, I don't know why I have that funny feeling.
1: I also have the over for the Bucks. They are currently my one seed for this As upcoming they are season. Mine. Um, I think this will be on. Th- this will be their second sixty-one season. Yes, I'm and with you. Some of that also has to do with the fact that if you look at because we when we did the the West, we got all the way down to the OKC Jazz. Um. Although you know, now I'm thinking about it. So there's three tanking teams at the bottom of the West, right? Um. There's yes. you could. Well, argue- no, no. There's there's four. Well, yeah. There's four. Who's fourth?
0: Hold on. Did I forget someone? Or did I did I add someone? There's Houston. There's OKC. There's San Antonio. San and A- and Utah. Okay, you added Houston. I think so. Listen, when I say Houston, tanking, Houston has, has the lowest offrunner in
1: the league. Fine I tanking. Mean, I I think Houston will try to win games, is my point. Like I think Jalen Green and Jabari Smith will like they will try to with that core try to win. They will not, oh wow, Chet, your your foot injury. It's so bad it's out for the year. Oh, SGA, you're don't worry, take that's, a couple of months off. That's not okay. So they have more young talent, but again, they're going to trot out
0: Jabari Smith for however many minutes. They're going to tr- trot out Jabari Smith. Whereas Jabari Smith, I'm not sure Jabari Smith would get a whole lot of playing time. A team that's trying to win games. That mm. is what I mean when I say they're
1: tanking. What's your point? My point is, I, I think the East's bottom will end up being easier for the Bucks to rack up more wins. Is oh, I'm see, thinking. I do say I'm going to
0: push back on this. I completely disagree because to me, you have a Detroit team that just went out. You can say whatever the hell you want about you. Uh, that's sure They got bogey. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't go out and acquire a win now piece, which is unequivocally what Bogdan Bogdanovich is, or Bo- boyan Bogdanovich. I always screw that up. Um, yeah. Can they flip him at the deadline if they're like 15 games under 500? Sure. But like they're coming out of the gate trying to win. Um, Indiana still has Miles Turner, still has Buddy Heald. Like Rick Carlisle, like he doesn't, he's not the sort that's just going to go out there and, and like, they're going to try. Um, and then Orlando people just like, they have a lot of talent. Like it's again, it's not, but like Palo Banchero is a Excuse me. is a lot more, I think ready to contribute right away, which is by the way, part of why they drafted him.
1: So here's the full, the full measured take, uh, the division is what I mean for, because I, I, it was a half measured take when I thought of it yesterday. Okay. The full measured take is that the, the central division uh, the Bucks have the Bulls the Pacers and the Pistons who I do not think are going to make the playoffs this year so right, that's fine I I am, I'm having 12 games against those teams are the edge you need to be the one seed and then potentially even get to 60 wins